Good morning, guys. It's Mrs. Pittenger. It's morning for me. I don't know what time it is for you when you're watching it. Isn't that kind of funny to think about? Anyway, today I hope that you and your family have time together in God's Word. Our Bible story today is from a really lovely book of the Bible called Ruth. It comes right after Judges. We've spent a lot of time there together. And in Ruth, we're going to learn about a family. A family that, probably a lot like yours, has had some great times and some not so great times. But before I tell you about Ruth and her family, I want to introduce you to my family. Do you see this picture? That is a picture of me and my husband. And that is my mom. And I have four children, Lena, Micah, Jack, and Nika. Lena is married to Benjamin. And Benjamin and Lena have two children, my grandchildren, Bruno and Karina. You'll also see a girl named Esther. She is from South Korea. That's far away from where I live. But she's lived with us for a whole year. And she's one of three kids from our church, our sister church, in South Korea. They believe the same stuff we do, you guys. They just get to do it in Korean. Isn't that cool? Anyway, that's my family, and they're precious to me. And one of the reasons that they're precious to me is that together, we get to share God's Word. And sometimes my kids, and even my grandbabies, do a really, really great job of reminding me of the good news of Jesus who's washed our sins away in good times and in bad times. In our Bible story today of Ruth, we're going to learn about her family, her family tree. And we're going to learn that in good times and bad times, the blessings of having Christian people, people who believe in the same Savior, to be able to be there for you. And... Best of all, we are going to be looking for Jesus. So today, I would like you to find Ruth. We are looking at Ruth chapter 1, but we're also doing a little sneak peek into Ruth 2 and 3 because it's such good news I couldn't help except for tell it to you. And I thought it would be fun to use some little visual aids. So I've got these fun little felt gingerbread people that work really great to represent a family. So guys, meet Ruth. <laughs> and you're going to hear the story of her family. But before Ruth, there was a husband and a wife named Naomi and Elimelech. Naomi and Elimelech had two sons named Mahalon and Kilion. And their family lived in Canaan. But there was a problem. And the problem in that land was that there was not enough food. There was a famine. So there wasn't enough water and things didn't grow. But just across the Jordan River was a land called Moab. Now the Moabite people were not Christian. They didn't know about Jesus and his promises, but food was there. And together, the family of Elimelech and Naomi moved and they together spent time in God's word and nourished and fed their faith. Well, what the Bible tells us is that Elimelech died, but that their sons, Mahalon and Kilion, married two women 
who were from Moab. They were Moabite women. And the Bible doesn't say this, but we're pretty sure that they learned the good news about Jesus from their new family. One of the women's name was Orpah, and the other is Ruth. Ruth and Orpah and the, their husbands lived well and happily with Naomi for about 10 years. And then the Bible tells us more sad news came into their life. Their husbands also died. But there's good news. The husbands of Naomi and Ruth and Orpah trusted in the promises of Jesus, who had not even been born yet, but the promises of Jesus to wash their sins away. So someday we'll meet them in heaven. After a while, Naomi realized she would probably be better off going back to her homeland. And so she told Orpah and Ruth, why don't you guys stay here in Moab, marry, have children, and God bless you. And Orpah and Ruth said, no, we love you. We're going to go with you, Naomi. And so they started down the road back to Canaan, where the famine was over and there was food again. They traveled a short way down the road, when again, Naomi said, please go back to your families. Mary had children. And Orpah wept. And she said, no, I can't go. And she said, please go back. And so Orpah changed her mind. And she went back to the land of her people. The Bible doesn't tell us any more about Orpah. My prayer is that Orpah continued to feed her faith and maybe even her husband's. We don't know, but maybe in heaven we'll find out. Pretty cool to think about. But what we do know is that Naomi and Ruth continued to Israel after Ruth said, your people are my people. Where you go, I will go, and your God is my God. Ruth had come to know and trust in the same God that you and I trust in, in Jesus. When they got to Israel, the people were quite excited to see Naomi return. And she came back with her daughter-in-law. But Naomi was sad and angry and bitter. So bitter that she changed her name. She said, don't call me Naomi anymore. Call me Mara because I'm bitter. Because of all the things God has taken away from me. Well, after a while, Ruth, who loved her family, said, Naomi, how about if I go? Because there's barley, there's food that's growing. And how about if I go and work in the fields? Because this is what God had prepared. In that time in the world, most of the care outside of the home was done by men. And so when you didn't have a husband, it was awfully hard. Because how would you work and get food? But God and his love had a plan for that. And this was his plan. The farmers were supposed to leave some of the food that they grew when they were harvesting it so that people who didn't have enough to eat could come and pick it up. And that's what Ruth did. She went to the field that belonged to a man named Boaz. Boaz was actually a relative of Elimelech, Naomi's husband, Ruth's father-in-law. And he noticed her because she was a very hard worker. Isn't that cool? Here was a woman who was just doing what she did because she was God's child. And that made her a hard worker. That was one of the ways she showed love to Jesus, to Naomi, and Boaz noticed. 
When Naomi learned that that's where Ruth was working, she said, that man is our kinsman redeemer. I want you to go. I want you to go and see if he will marry you. Well, the word redeemer is not a word that I use very often at all, except when I'm talking about Jesus. A redeemer is a person who buys you back. I had to be bought back because, like you, I was born a sinner. And I sin all the time. Even while I'm telling you a Bible story, you guys, I'm sinning sometimes. Yikes. Yuck, yuck, yuck. And I would be lost if Jesus didn't buy me back. Not with gold or silver, but with his holy, precious blood. That's how he's bought you back also. And that's how he bought back Ruth. But the word redeemer was used a lot more in Bible times because Ruth needed someone to redeem her, to buy her back, to be able to be a husband to her again. And Boaz said, I would be delighted to be your husband. But there's someone else who really should have the first chance. He's kind of closer, a closer relative. And so let me ask him, and if he says yes, then you can marry him. And if he says no, I'll be glad to be your husband. And so Ruth married Boaz. And some time later, Naomi became a grandma. She became a grandma to a baby named Obed. Obed was the son of Ruth and Boaz. And this is where we are really going to see some neat things in this family tree because here's where we're going to see Jesus. Are you ready for this? So Ruth was from Moab, not part of the children of Israel. Jesus was going to come from the children of Israel, but Ruth got to be part of his family and this is how. Boaz and Ruth's son, Obed, was the father of a man named Jesse. Jesse was the father of David. Ha! That's right! King David! King David, who was part of the lineage of the family tree of Joseph and Mary. So that makes Ruth the great-grandma of David. And it makes her the great, 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 I don't know how many greats, grandma of Jesus, of our Savior who was born in a manger, of our Savior who was born to suffer and die on a cross, to save our families, our families who have sins, our families who have good times and bad times, our families who can remind each other that Jesus has forgiven our sins. What a blessing that you can tell your mom, your dad, your aunt, your uncle, your grandma, your grandpa, your caregiver, whoever you are living with, that they are loved and forgiven by Jesus. And they can tell you the same thing. You may not have the same blood as Ruth. You may not have the same blood as King David. But we are all family through the blood of Jesus because now we're part of God's family.
So even though you haven't met, at least most of you haven't met my family, you will. And I will meet yours. And we have the blessed chance to continue to remind one another of what Jesus has done for us. Today's Bible treasure that I want you to click away into your brain is this. For by grace you have been saved through faith. And this is not your own doing. It is the gift of God, not a result of works, so that no one can boast. What a blessed family that we are part of. What a blessed faith that we get to take care of and nurture and grow when we spend time together reminding each other of God's words, when we spend time reading his word together. And that is a gift. A gift from Jesus himself. God bless your week. I can't wait until next time when we spend more time learning about Jesus who loves us, who forgives us, and promises us heaven. Until next week, friends. 